The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and, of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. we got a busy January here on the Twitch. This we coming do. Saturday, we're going to be watching AEW's Battle of the Belts, where it was just announced today that Sammy Guevara would be challenging in a rematch against Cody Rhodes for that TNT title. Uh, and then, of course, we're also going to be watching Impact Wrestling's Hard to Kill. So that should be fun. I need to get one of those yeah. Hard to Kill t-shirts, man. I've been waiting but for that for like you a say year that now. Every it's been Impact like a year. year. But then also this week, we got New Year's Evil tomorrow. We got Dynamite's oh, TBS I was premiere. I going to ask you, New Year's Evil, do you want to do a live watch along? Sure, we can do that. Just I the watch along, and we'll do the recap. Yeah, the I think thing. I can do that. And cool. then Wednesday, we have the first Dynamite TBS, which is, you know, Hangman versus uh, Danielson 2, mm-hmm. uh, TBS tournament finals. A lot of good stuff seemingly happening there. And then Wrestle Kingdom yeah, as well happening this week. Yeah. And then, as you mentioned, Battle of the Belts, Hard to Kill. It's a loaded wrestling week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, so that should be fun. Hopefully everybody had a good and safe New Year's yes. Eve and, 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 yes. and, a, and a good New Year. Welcome to 2022. As you can see, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, number one, do his favor, hit that thumbs up button. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button as well. Uh, we've got a new WWE champion above us, we Brock Lesnar. Uh, our recap for day one is available right now on YouTube and wherever audio podcasts can be found. And our reaction to Lesnar winning that championship uh, in that fatal five-way match is available now with the new Friendo Club TV YouTube channel. Just type in on your YouTube search Friendo Club TV Indeed. and then it'll pop up and hit the sub button yes, and uh, we're going to be putting all sorts of stuff there. It's the home to NX Steve, my eFed, uh going in clips from this show. If you missed the 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 live broadcast, any good clips from the pre-show, uh still like Smash Zone clips, a bunch of stuff randomly just going to go up there sort of like you know as the community uh if if you're into that kind of stuff that's where you go for uh for little bits and pieces odds and ends all sorts of stuff and i think you know we got ww2k22 dropping in march i believe or april yes yes Um, yes. and so i know we're going to be doing stuff for that over there as well so go check that up we're trying to build that channel up in the new year 
so yeah, that's cool. And then, uh, of course, we're still over on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. This week, we've got a new Numbers Don't Lie episode with Eddie Guerrero. So you can vote on that now. Hit the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. $5 a month. You get to check out and vote on Numbers Don't Lie. We've also got a Tuesday bonus episode for you as well that goes out to audio and YouTube. And uh, you get the show in the audio realm ad free with the bonus stuff for $5 a month. It's a great way to help support going in raw at patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, interesting uh, day leading into the new year for Tony Khan uh, because he sort of decided to burn it down in the last couple hours of the year. And it all stemmed from some comments from Big Swole talking about her time in AEW. Larson, what happened here? Yeah, so in the latest episode of her podcast, Swole talked about her time in AEW and what led to her departure. And there's a lot of quotes here we're going to get through. Uh, these transcripts are all from Fightful. I listened to uh, a vast majority of the show this morning. It's one thing I do a better job this year is, you know, you see quotes floating around. And we, how often do we see quotes floating around and we read them, we talk about them, but we, we, we say we don't know the exact context, you know? Oh, rarely. Yeah, we're yeah, good at that. Yeah, so I'll, that's one thing I'll do better at this year is when we yeah. see quotes for podcasts, listen to them. Oh, that's not good. We're, we're, we should we should get context. No, context is key, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I agree. I agree. So anyways, that being said, this is what Swole had to, sw- to say. We'll have to switch off on this because there's a lot to get through. Yeah, sure. Uh, tag, ta- so, tag me in when you need me to. Sure. Yeah. And by the way, if you have not listened to this episode yet, highly recommend it. It's really good. From what we also it's, understand, there's a, a Fightful podcast, Grapsity episode. Yeah where they discuss this as well. And from what I hear, again, I have not heard. I'm going to check it out today. Uh, It's well worth a listen. Yeah. So uh, that's what Swole had to say. Quote, this is about her departure and what led to it. Uh, Quote, I explained to TK that I didn't want to resign because my peace was being disrupted. If anyone knows me or knows myself, if anything is disrupting your peace, it's time to let it go. It might be scary. It might be hard, but it's time to let it go. Uh, My heart just stopped being in it as the reason why I left AEW. I felt like there were a lot of things. I told them in my exit interview, there were a lot of things that need to change. I know fans of the company don't take criticism well sometimes, certain ones. Know this. This is somebody from the inside. The structure is a little off. It's fine to be loose, but I like to have a bit more structure. I felt like women shouldn't have gone through everything they went through just to get on TV or get time. You're signed to this big company. You should get time. All these men are getting time, but women weren't getting anything or you're not putting people on TV because more people are coming in. Okay, there are more people coming in, but you don't have enough product for all these people. Now you have all these people sitting around having two or three minute matches on dark. Uh, Doesn't make that doesn't make me happy. Shoveling more money doesn't keep a person happy. We've seen time and time again, especially in a place where there's not enough space. There's no writers in a sense. Not everyone is comfortable writing their own things. Closed mouths don't get fed. That's exactly uh, what that environment is. If you are shy and don't know how to write or are not creative, it's not going to work unless they want to work for you. That's one of their biggest issues. So preceding that, she talks in great detail about the lengths that the women had to go through to get TV time. And it it sounded like I mentioned this to you before the show started. It uh, kind of in, 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 in at times like really exciting because you get to pitch creative ideas, and if they get accepted, they they get up there on 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 the show, and you get you know you get reaction from the crowd, you get the reaction from your peers backstage, and it sounds like it could be creative fulfilling when it actually happened. And that was the 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 issue is 
the lengths they had to go through to get anything on TV. Mm-hmm. It was pretty nuts. Yeah. Same yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. No, it, it, well, we can, we can focus on this a little bit. It, it's interesting because we've talked about this a little bit in terms of one of the issues with AEW. Um, it's, and, and Jack Evans said the same thing. It was either him or, or his, it was Jack partner. Evans. Yeah, okay. it was Jack Evans said the same thing. Wrestlers so often. So, you know, you go into WWE and from what we've heard from numerous interviews, you go in there and they've got a staff of like a million writers, right? And these people pitch stuff and it goes up to this bottleneck and it's Bruce and Vince. And then Vince decides whatever makes it in. And that's how you get your show. So it's like, or you, or, or, you sit outside Vince's office for three hours every day for two weeks, and eventually for four you get a weeks, meeting. Yeah, yeah, you or, and you get a meeting with him, and and from a couple of different, like Chelsea Green said, I went in there with like fifteen different things, and we were going back and forth. So it's not like Vince has checked out of that process. It's just it's like the DMV. It takes forever to get there, but once you're in, it could be fruitful, and then you know they decide a week into it they're going to change it. So that's WWE, very micromanaged. Yeah. It almost seems like the opposite. In oh, AEW, yeah. where you just sort of get there, and it's, it's you, you just sort of floating around, you know. And and if you're not the kind of person like a Malachi Black, who is the the whole package when it comes to producing his own videos, when it comes to because remember he had that great video the day that he debuted that just showed up on his social media. He does other stuff exclusively on his social media that builds what he's doing, and then mm-hmm. the sort of word gets out. Mm-hmm. And and that kind of stuff like oftentimes doesn't run on TV. They do plenty of video packages for him on TV, but it's like he is an example of somebody who obviously has it all figured out. He's the kind of guy like CM Punk back in the day would write 14 weeks of TV and bring it to Tony Khan, I guess. Yeah. Um, in CM Punk's case, Vince McMahon. Yes. Um, but I just don't know how many wrestlers are actually like that. You know, it's like one guy that we talk about. Um that we would love to see, and this is also going to sort of address the next thing here with Swole, the sort of bigger thing, um, is is Will Hobbs. You know, Will Hobbs is in a faction, and that's one way AEW has been able to feature more people is just by doing factions. So you get more people's face on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but Will Hobbs is in a faction. He's in Team Taz. I wonder if Will Hobbs is just not the kind of guy to go in there, especially because he's kind of younger. He's the kind of guy to go in there and, hey, I've got ideas for me. You know, let's do let can we do these ideas and see if they work? Mm-hmm. Not everybody's going to be like that, and I would think that actually the majority of people aren't going to be like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't know. Um, and so it seems like it's the kind of thing where a number of things are going to happen. You bring these people in, and especially now with like just a mass of people having been released, well, these people have relationships with each other. O'Reilly and Fish know Adam Cole, so they're fine. They're set. But you got younger guys who are coming in without pre-established relationships, without ten-year histories, or and, and women, and they're not gonna they're not gonna have those relationships. And I think a lot of that kind of boils down to that as well. And she doesn't speak to that, but it, as we all know, in every work environment, so much of it comes down to FaceTime with the boss and relationships. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have writers there. If you don't have people there actively saying, okay, what like what have they been doing with private party? They've been this this is one of the top prospects they had coming into AEW, and they're stuck in this mishmash faction doing I nothing. I know. Com- far underperforming. Yeah. I remember in the in the the first 
tag title tournament, Private Party beat the Young Bucks in the first round. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, this is a launching point for something more for them. Yeah. Which was exciting because they're really good. Yeah. And then they were kind of involved in things here and there. And then they got put in Hardy family office. And seemingly they're not doing a whole lot of anything now. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing Swole talked about in the show was early on. And, and maybe th- things don't operate like this now like they did then. Where I think she said Tony Khan just went up to her and said, who do you want to work with? Or, mm-hmm. or somebody, an agent, somebody went up to her and just said, who do you want to work with? Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, I want to work with Britt. Mm-hmm. And that happened. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where you go and you, she said back, at least back then, you could go and you pitch feuds or pitch storylines or just pitch like just basic stuff. Yeah. I want to work with this person. And if, if, you know, Tony Khan was cool with it, it would happen. Yeah. Nowadays, I don't know if that's the case because the, the roster is so much larger. Yeah. And that is, that is one of the things is that they have signed a lot of people. And one of the questions we would always get along the way was, are they signing too many people? And because we had given them the benefit of the doubt, it was like, well, no, because they know what they're doing with them. They have factions, but they just keep on signing and signing and signing and signing. And now it might actually be at the point where it's like, you know, and, well, and, and here's Tony Khan said, yes, he, he's he, he said he needs to be more discerning about signing people now because I would hope he realizes that the roster is getting really large. They have had a they, they've had a killer run. They had a really good 2021. There were some major glaring issues with their company, but they also did a lot of stuff right. Um, and, and clearly they, they're, they're the bell of the ball and they're still a very young company mm-hmm. and there's going to be growing pains no matter mm-hmm. what, when you see, mm-hmm. you know, Malachi black on the free market, what are you going to do? Not sign him? You know, when you got Andrade out there, what are you going to do? Not sign him? But at a certain point you got to understand, okay, we got to roll with what we got because at a certain point, the guys that sort of brought us to the dance and the, you know, the, the, the younger, you know, the future of the company, you know, they're not going to get the shine that they deserve. Swole was a big deal for that spell while she was feuding with Brit. And what did Swole get out of it? Nothing, not nothing. Much, she no. was gone. Oh. Yep. Um, so yeah, uh, she continues outside of lack of structure, their biggest issue, which is diversity. I do not beat around the bush when it comes to diversity in my people. There is no representation truly. And when there is, it does not come across in the uh, black community as genuine at all. I don't know why everybody is so afraid to accept it or say it, but it's not a good look. What happens is you have this wonderful company that treats people like family, but there is nobody that looks like me that is represented at the top and in the room with them. They are not helping to necessarily influence decisions, but to explain why certain slang and certain words shouldn't be said. There is no one else who can explain our culture and experience except for us. She goes on and she talks about um, her daughter Mm -hmm. trying to watch AEW and not seeing that representation. I don't see anybody that looks like me on the screen. She go over to WWE, you got Bianca Belair, you got Big E, you got Lashley, you got The New Day. And, and she says, so my daughter ended up watching a lot more WWE than AEW, mm-hmm. and that's an mm-hmm. issue. Um, this has been something that has been all over, you know, the uh, uh, wrestling commentary, wrestling uh, uh, Twitter um, about the lack of diversity. And, and Tony Khan in this uh, uh, ill-advised tweet here, it, you can point out, you can point out individual instances of diversity. That's not difficult to do because they do have diversity in their ranks. They, they do. do have some. Um and Tony Khan points out stuff like 
uh, uh, Jade Cargill getting a monster push, which is totally true, and it's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bowens, Caster, uh, uh, Dante Martin, Nyla Rose, uh, uh, Private Party. He mentions they all won on TV this month. Those are examples. Those are individual examples. But when's the last time you've had uh, a, a, a black competitor? In, ingrained in the main event scene, the way that Lashley is ingrained mm-hmm. in the main event scene, mm-hmm. the way Bianca mm-hmm. Belair is ingrained in, she is totally on the road back up to WrestleMania against Becky Lynch. That's going to yep. happen. She's probably going to yep. win the Rumble this year. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying WWE is great at it at all. They have a decades-long run of being awful with diversity, with race. Yeah. They have a terrible track record. Lately, they've gotten better. I feel like NXT 1.0 was on a really good run there for a bit, and they got dismantled. Um, So, in response to what Swole is saying, Mm -hmm. this is what Tony Khan tweeted out. The top two AEW execs are Brown, me, and uh, Mega. Who's this uh, Mega referred to, uh, reference to? I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, Jade, Bones, Caster, Dante, Nyla, Isaiah, and Mark Quinn all won on TV this month. The TBS title tournament has been very diverse. I let Swoles. Here's where you continue on with maybe we're still a growing company and we're looking to get better. We're looking to do better, right? Yeah, or you say, you know, I I thank Swole for her time here and I appreciate what she had to say to me during her exit interview. Yes. Right. Instead. He say, tweeted out, I let Swole's contract expire as I felt her wrestling wasn't good enough. Hashtag AW Rampage Street Fight tonight. Whoa, buddy. Hold you on go a back second earlier there. this year, there's quotes that he gave, I think, in a post and a, a media scrum after his show talking about how much he liked her work on her show. She talks about how, like, I think uh, she said, whether it was Tony or one of the agents made her, in her words, the sheriff of the women's division. Like they gave her a lot of responsibility, seemingly. This was simply pettiness, defensiveness, and ugliness, full stop. That's what it is. It was a dude who doesn't like being caught. And this this is not the first time he's gotten defensive in this way. Nope. This isn't the first time. Nope. Um, It's something that he simply needs to learn from. Because if you're going to be the face of your company, if you're going to make yourself, and I think it's great that he makes himself available for media scrums, Mm -hmm. for interviews, for podcasts. Um, He likes being out there. If he didn't, I imagine he wouldn't do it. And for the most part, for the most part, he's fairly transparent about the process of how he does business in AEW. Yeah. You know, but as you said, this isn't the first time where he's been criticized and has lashed out because of it, you know? And if if you, even if just read these quotes from Swell's podcast, there's no attack. Earlier in the show, she talks about how 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 generous Tony Khan was. He buy out an entire restaurant and let the roster eat there. You know, she talks about this company treats people like family. Yeah. And later on, she talks about how she wants the company to succeed. She's not blasting AEW or Tony Khan by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. And if if Tony Khan, I don't know if you listen to the show or if you listen to these transcripts, if he had listened or read the transcripts in context, he would know full well Mm -hmm. that's not an attack. Yeah. This is constructive criticism to help make your company better. Yeah. yeah. And the, the, the appropriate response is not to lash out. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually probably the appropriate response is don't say anything. Mm-hmm. Sit and consider what she said. And after you've done that, 
then give a, 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 a thoughtful, measured response. Yeah, Mr. Dope here in Twitch chat says she literally praised the company for about 36 yeah. minutes of the 43-minute yeah. podcast. She did. She really did. She wanted. She wants the company to succeed, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, he hasn't apologize or anything afterwards which needs to happen and it, it which really needs does to happen. Yeah. it needs yeah. to happen there was a report that leo rush and him had a discussion yeah about Le- this. leo posted something on twitter about it yeah yeah and it also the the worst part dude is that or i don't know about worse necessarily but the awful part is it also puts his employees in a nasty bind you know um because then you know like hobbs had so many they all feel compelled now to speak on it so what do you do do you do you defend your boss because you like your job? Do you call him the task because you think that what Swole is saying is true? It puts it puts his wrestlers in a nasty bind because social media is everything this these days. Mm-hmm. So it, it's an ugly situation. It could have been it could have been avoided even if even if deep down he did feel like that about Swole. You don't say it. You don't say it. You know, you gotta be, you gotta be bigger, and you gotta be better, better than that. You know, you gotta, you gotta accept the criticism, yep, and uh, and understand that that's, you know, it's not, it's not good business to do what he did. And then of course no, you get not. all the it's, the it's, apologists coming out saying, oh, he didn't do anything. Oh, yeah, he did. You know, it's like you need to, you need to learn to take your your. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's it, it is disappointing to see how a certain element of the fan base reacts to that as well, you know? Um, so that is, that is the ugly side of, of wrestling fandom mm-hmm. when people come out and say, Oh, nothing he said was wrong. It's like, nah, man, that's not the way. That's not the way. So, uh, so yeah, anyways, uh, be interesting to see how that plays out. If he even tries to, uh, to, to, to walk back that tweet, you know? I mean, if, yeah. if uh, we don't we don't participate in those in those media scrums, uh, it would be I think it would be advantageous for somebody to step up and say, hey, can you can you elaborate on that? Mm-hmm. Why is it there's a contradiction that you you praised her wrestling, you used her to help get Brit over big time, mm-hmm. uh, so she was good enough then, but you tweeted out that you didn't. Somebody's got to say something to him next time he's available. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. So and yeah. yeah, he he really does need to apologize to to Swole. Yeah, I really I, I absolutely agree. I really absolutely does. agree. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. 
The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Uh, let's talk about some more fallout from day one. Still no word. I mean, there's been no, sometimes there's like, you know, I don't know, has Meltzer said anything about, uh, was this the, the, the whole Brock Big E thing? It being the plan? I haven't yeah, seen I think, anything. I think did Meltzer did say that the, the original plan was for uh, uh, Big E to retain. Yeah, it seemed that way. There was that Fox graphic we talked about. Yeah, where the it show. seemed like they just didn't, you know, they had Brock's picture there, but they didn't swap out participants in the winner right, of the match yeah. as it was originally booked yeah, yeah um yeah and then at first i think pw insider said brock wasn't going to be at raw tonight but now it seems like he is maybe mm-hmm. there hasn't mm-hmm. been at least i'll check right now an official raw preview issued by wb.com yet mm-hmm. um but here we'll, we'll talk about this real quick and i can yeah. circle back around to that so uh we talked about our day one to recap there's a segment where drew gets attacked uh following his victory over madcap moss by baron and Moss. And then after the show, WB uh, issued a tweet that said that Drew McIntyre suffered a cervical neck strain and neck contusions. And at the time, we thought, okay, this is just to advance storyline with Baron. Well, it turns out, at least according to PW Insider, that the beatdown was actually to write Drew off TV so we can get a legit injury checked out. This is what PW Insider had to say. Quote, the word backstage is that the ankle was brought about by some legitimate neck issues McIntyre has been dealing with of late. Uh, at least several weeks, necessitating him needing to undergo medical testing. So WB wrote him out of storylines with the attack to be proactive about the situation. There is no word how long McIntyre could be out of action, but the hope among those we've spoken with is that it'll end up being a short-term in-ring hiatus until McIntyre gets checked out. It's, quote, up in the air, according to one source. Mm, yeah. Um, if Drew would have to take substantial time off, first of all, I hope Drew's fine. And if there is injury issues, it's not something that's going to uh, keep him out for a pro- prolonged period of time. Yeah, Drew's great. great. Yeah, he's awesome. Health and happiness of wrestlers, first and foremost. Yeah. Um, if he is to miss significant time, that's a major hit to SmackDown. They're already pretty depleted when it comes to main event baby faces. Yeah. And if you take him out of the equation for six months, like that's that you got to have opponents for Roman at some point. So six months takes us to the summertime, so he'll be back by. Uh, I just th- I just toss six months out there because if he has any sort of neck injury of any severity, takes a while. Yeah, it t- it's, that's that's a long healing process. So. Yeah, that that's totally true. I wonder what they're going to be doing with Roman though. Like I don't know. I could have seen Drew being the guy for for Roman at, at the Rumble, maybe. But also he's now nah, he's involved in this Happy Corbin stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. And I don't know that he would have been the guy to win the Rumble. It is, I mean, it's it's a big hit, but I feel like just between now and Mania, I think Roman's going to have. I would say this: between now and Mania, Roman probably would have had his hands full with other stuff, anyways. Yeah, and that's probably why why you know they maybe said, "All right, now's the time to do this." Yeah, if yeah. you need to take time off, we got stuff for Roman to do between now and Mania. Not a huge deal, but you know, it's it's. I think it is a great opportunity. You're absolutely right, but it is a great opportunity to elevate somebody else. Absolutely, and you know? if 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 WB could take it upon themselves to actually 
build somebody up to be a, a contender for Roman. That'd be awesome. A new superstar would be great. It would be great. I mean, you got Shinsuke doing absolutely nothing with the IC title. Have him drop that to Sami Zayn. Have Shinsuke drop Boogs, and then give him, you know, give him the the. I'm gonna say rebrand, but give him a fresh coat of paint. I got know? a name for you, Mustafa yeah. Ali. Oh, it'd be great. Oh my God, that'd be awesome. How will they do that? How about Sami Zayn? He never did get his match against. Not one on one, no. Not not a real one, anyways. Not, not a after real getting one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. annihilated by Brock. Yeah. Yeah, Sami yeah. Zayn's great. Oh man! Anyway, they got a lot of great names. They could they could build up to challenge for that universal title. Yeah, they just they just don't. Well, they don't. But then when they have to, they do. Like look at Cesaro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Know? But then the it's problem like... is they do, and then after the match, back down you go. You know, yeah, but, in terms, but for those two months, it's great. It, it is great. <laughs> but the idea is, even in loss, you take a, you put on a, you have a great match against Roman, a competitive bout. Roman gets the win there, yeah. but the idea in terms of building stars is you take that as a jumping off point to continue developing character and building up this person. So next time they come around the title scene, maybe there's a chance they win. And they that's why I mean WWE do does that, not though. do a good job of doing that. No, they don't because they've got their guys that have titles forever. They've got their two guys. They got Roman and Brock. You know, they got two brands, so they got two guys, Roman and Brock. And then everybody else just sort of does whatever, man. That's just WWE. I know, I get it. It sucks, but it's not the attitude here anymore. Uh, let's talk about another company that has a lot of great guys. Uh, Wrestle, uh, the New Japan, because they got Wrestle Kingdom tonight and tomorrow night. And yeah, then another nights. night two weeks from now. And then the, the, <laughs> the Noah crossover show, yeah, uh, this weekend. Yeah. yeah, it's a loaded week of wrestling. Absolutely loaded. Apparently, Steve did, did, wasn't ready to do his predictions yet. And Forrester and I have them in. Are you just going to post yours on Twitter tonight or something? Um. Uh. Yeah. Sure. I'll. So I'll send it to you. You know. I'll send it to you in the enforcer. Um, All right. We're not. We're, there's no wa- live watch long. There's no reason for me to have right. it right now. Well, you just got to have it before the show starts. Yeah. Show doesn't start for till eleven. I understand. I got ten hours. hours. I got. 10 I get hours. that. I'm just saying. Yeah. That's why I'm gonna. I'm gonna say our mine and enforcers now because if I don't post it publicly, then then who's gonna know? Nobody pays attention to this stuff, anyways. Nobody even care. knows what our what our predictions title scene is like right now. So, like, it's we're doing we're doing all things the month of January, uh, where uh, we're going to take all the shows that we that are going on in January, including Zicky Dice's uh, show coming up January fifteenth. We're going to do a live watch along of that too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we're going to do our predictions for all of them, and whoever has the most points using those confidence points at the end of Jan at the end by the end of the Rumble. Yeah, uh, gets big red, and that's our new main title. Yes. Uh, so that's what's happening for our predictions. So like, I don't know. Like, I'll just give you the thing, and then like, nobody's you know, just put them on. Just when you got them done, just put them on Twitter before the show starts. That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, I'll send them to you. I'll send them to you. <laughs> I'll put them on Twitter. Let's just go through this card because uh, there's some fun matches here. Uh, and then we'll do we'll just do a night one predictions here, and then night oh, two. When's Terminus? What? Yeah, Terminus is this month too, right? Yeah. Holy crap! Is that the fifteenth as well? Is that also on the fifteenth? Oh, oh boy! Look oh, into man, that. Oh, look man. into that. So, uh, night one, Rust Kingdom kicks off with Steve's one of Steve's favorite matches of the entire year, the New Japan Rambo. You know, it's always the most underwhelming too. Like that first year that I was watching Wrestle Kingdom, whatever it was twenty seventeen. The Rambo was awesome. That got me. I was like, oh wow, these guys are serious. They got Billy Gunn. Um, and uh, and then it was like, and then they got Cheeseburger. I think it was the yeah. first time I'd seen cheeseburger before. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, 
it's 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 fine. But these days, just whoever didn't make the card, they put on the Rambo. They well, don't they really have, bring in other they have cool stakes, people. but there's stakes here in the last two years because the top four in the Rambo. Yeah, that's true. Get in the uh, King of Pro Wrestling match on night two for the provisional mm-hmm. trophy for 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, Maggie says Terminus is January 16th, so the day after Zicky show. So I don't think they've announced who's going to be in the Rambo yet. No, but they again, never do. Top yeah. four advanced to the match in night two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Enforcer's got some great picks. Of course, Yano. Yeah. Yano. You know he's going to be there. Uh, also, Enforcer says Yuji Nagata, mm-hmm. Scott Norton. Mm hmm. And then he said a young line, but didn't specify which young Whoa, line. Whoa, wow. Yeah, so and okay. I got I got Yano, uh-huh. Chase Owens. Good pick. Kanamaru. Good. And Hanma. Those All are right. the four. I got to go I'm back Kanma. and see. Yeah, I, I feel like there's going to be a phalle in there. Unless is he is he fighting later see, on in the show? See, last year, uh, no. But last year, he was kind of in that mix. And I don't feel like he's been in the mix as, as much. All right, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, uh, DM uh, Karen and be like, hey, let's do this together. <laughs> Let me get some picks here. Uh, we got Show versus Yo also. So uh, Show is the bad guy with Bullet Club. Yeah. Yo is the good guy. With Show chaos, yeah. Show beat Yo before mm-hmm. at uh, when the, they all sort of when Yo came back. Yeah. Right. And that the situation. Yeah. 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 After they after they broke up and they had their their first singles match. Yeah. And both of you guys here on the bridge say Yo's gonna. I think that Yo's gonna get a shit back. That's what I think. Yeah, I think so. But then they also they were facing off night two in a never uh, six man. Uh, oh, that doesn't match. matter. It's it's yeah. Yo Yo's gonna win both those things. They're not even gonna do like a, 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 a. It's gonna be Yo getting all of his shit back. That's what my. Are you thinking night two? Oh, we haven't done night two. You haven't. No, we'll do night two tomorrow. Two. We'll just do another okay, one. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think Yo's going to win both those. Yeah, uh, I got Yo so with here. five confidence points and Forcer's Yo. got Yo with four. I'm going to start. I'm going to start doing mine. Good, here. good. We'll, we'll we'll walk through these together here. next. Yano, got... <laughs> Yano. I, I think you're right sure. about Chase, but yeah. I'll choose two other. Norton. Wait, he's got Norton. Scott Norton. Yeah. Scott Norton. Heck yeah. What a great pick. I know. I'd pop huge if Scott Has Norton he been? Up. When's the last time did he did something like earlier this year? Didn't he in New Japan? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Didn't he? You just seem like a really nice guy at, at, uh, at Starcast. You're a member of uh, NWO because of him. Yeah, he just walked he wa- by. We didn't have any conversations. He was sitting right be- right behind us the yeah. whole time we were in Vegas for Starcast, and he just walks by and just puts his hand on my shoulder in the most warmest gesture. That makes you it NWO. was amazing. Yeah, he man. just seemed like he just seemed like a, a nice dude. Absolutely. Uh, next match, we got Rocky Romero, Taguchi, and Tanahashi go ace against Kenta, LP, and Ishimori. So, of course, Kenta and Tanahashi have a match for the U.S. title night two. Uh, LP and Ishimori, as well as Taguchi and Rocky, are all contending for the junior tag titles also night two. Ooh, I just got Bullet Club yeah. with two confidence points. You, got, you had LP stacking two of these dudes the other night? Taguchi and Tiger Mask, sorry. Was that, the go, was that the final one, the go-home? Yeah, yeah. Man, I don't know about this one. My early pick is going to be Team Tana because I don't think Tana's going to win that title off Kenta. Uh, next up, but I'll I'll make my final decision later. This post uh, on Twitter before eleven o'clock. So I have L I J taking on United Empire. Uh, uh I got L I J winning this because I feel like Cobb's beating Naito and Great Ocon's probably going to beat Sonata. Uh, Great Ocon beating Sonata and Cobb. Cobb's definitely going to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I don't know. I feel like United Empire is going to clean up. My early pick, United, because who is who's this in L I J? 
It's Naito, Sonata, and Bushi, I think. Oh, Bushi's going to eat this pin, yeah. I think United Empire against Cobb, Great Ocon. Oh, yes, Cobb, Great Ocon, and Osprey. Oh, yeah, that's right, United Empire. <laughs> no, you've already locked in your pick, Larson. <laughs> no, I can change it. Oh, okay. <laughs> How much should I have on this five? See, now I want I want an apology, man. You need to thank me. For, hey, man, uh, we were doing live. You changed, you, you changed a confidence pick live during a show while we were doing a uh, 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 thing. I know, yeah. Now look, man. You, know, you got saying. a mulligan. I've been saving this mulligan ever since then. Hey, okay. How about this? You're welcome. I just saved you six points by having you pick Empire. <laughs> I'm actually making it five and giving you six. <laughs> um, I did this in a rush this morning. Man, next I might have screwed myself. See, I'm 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 your brain trust, man. <laughs> uh, next, we got Shibata. Ver- oh, sorry. Uh, Enforcer has Lij with six. Uh, next, we got Shibata versus mystery opponent in a catch wrestling match. Shibata's oh, oh, God, yeah. All confidence points. All confidence, confidence points, points on Shibata. Shibata. That's an easy one. That's, That's going to be a feel-good moment there. That's going to be That's great. That's great, yeah. Uh, for the never open weight title, we got Ishii taking on Evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, I honestly oh, wow, don't know. you guys splitting these, huh? I mean, they got to do something. you think they'd have to do something with Evil at some point. And never open weight title seems about right for evil, so I got evil with three confidence points. Oh wow! So this is for the never title, huh? Yeah, Ishi versus Evil. I have no idea what they've been doing with these guys. I know Evil always sort of wins, but then Ishi's also always hot. My early pick is going to be Ishi, but this is one I have to do some research on. Gotcha. My early picks on Ishi, but you might pull away with this Evil stuff here. It's only three confidence points. Uh, next, we got uh, for the junior. Oh, sorry, no, for the tag titles. Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto taking on dangerous techers. Uh, the whole, like, I think Yoshihashi and Goto, they won World Tag League. The story of they've had for the better part of the year is working together, getting those tag titles. Yeah. And I think it's going to happen. I Who's think Yoshihashi. Got them now? The techers have them now? Yes, they do. I think Yoshihashi and Goto are getting those tag titles. I got four confidence points. Yoshihashi's been on a decent run lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but the techers are like the modern day gorillas of destiny. Oh, they're fantastic. Uh, so I, what, what's what, what are the, do the techers have anything going on night two? No, no, don't think this so. The only time the, the techers the are going to do anything. In a tag match night what's two. the go home stuff look like? You're asking me a lot of questions, man. <laughs> I skimmed through that stuff. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking big picture here. The story for Yoshihashi and Goto yeah, yeah, is working yeah, yeah, yeah. together, getting those tag tops. For now, I'm going to say techers, but I'm going to take a look at the go home stuff, and I'll Fine. I'll post it on Twitter before 11 p.m. Before 11 p.m. this evening, please. Yeah, uh, next for the junior heavyweight tag title. So I'm going to spend raw junior heavyweight title. I'm going to spend raw looking at all the go home math. All right, for the junior heavyweight championship, not tag titles, not titles. For the junior heavyweight ta- uh, championship, we got Ticking Time Bomb versus El Desperado. This has got to be Takahashi getting this belt back here, right? It's got to be Takahashi. It's got to be the Ticking Time Bomb. Yeah, I got seven confidence points. But I gotta see. Bomb. I gotta again. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, ticking time bomb. But I don't know. I got again. I gotta look at some yeah, of the go home. I gotta exactly. see what's going uh, on. Uh, sorry here, for man. the for the tag title match. Uh, Enforcer had dangerous techers with two, and I don't know if I mentioned he had Ishii five for the never open weight title, and Shibata with nine. Maggie says, uh, "Ha ha! I'm gonna research this for you guys. I'll be like the Tony reality PCI. <laughs> St- Maggie Stat Girl. She's Stat Girl." Uh, uh, main event for night one: Shingo Takagi taking on Kazuchika Okada. So Okada, eight confidence points. Dude, the force, you know, Okada with eight. You know, as much as I, as much as I love Shingo, Shingo got the he got the big E treatment. He got he got kind of the shaft, dude. Uh, because yeah, this is uh, I, this is Okada's thing. 
Yeah, it's going to be because it'll be Okada. Okada's winning Osprey. the next night too. Yeah, he is. I feel yeah. like he is. Yeah, Okada eight confidence points for they're, myself, they're, four enforcer. They're re- they're resetting things, which is why I'm I'm positive that, that that's why I think Takahashi because they love taking time bomb. Mm-hmm. He's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's all good stuff. Who do you think the uh, we should do? Like, uh, I wonder who the the catch wrestling guy is going to be. That's a good question. Yeah, who's a who's a strong man? Wouldn't it be great? I think you mentioned. Wouldn't it be great if it was a? Uh, it's probably going to be somebody from Strong. It's probably going to be like I don't know a Lawler or a, yeah. Does, does Barnett do stuff with Strong or no? That's who. That's who I thought it'd be fun if it was if it were Barnett. I don't know what his relationship like is like with New Japan right now. Remember that time he stopped the show and just got in the ring? Uh-huh. Because yeah. Jay White bumped the guardrail to JR. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is there a Raw tonight? Yeah. You wouldn't know it. Go on to W.com because there's no information about it. Zero. Although apparently, according to PW Insider, Brock is supposed to be there. I would hope so. He's the champion. Yeah. Although, you know, they hasn't stopped Brock from not showing up before. Oh, man. He was WWE champion. He was never showing up before. Uh, oh, Patrick Oliva says Suzuki. Is 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 Patrick Oliva's pick for mystery opponent? Oh whoa, that'd be pretty cool. That makes a lot of sense, actually. That makes a ton of sense. Um, so or, we don't know what's or, happening raw tonight. Now nah, you know what, man. It's probably going to be one of his pupils. It's probably going to be somebody from, from the, LA the LA Dojo. Dojo yeah. yeah, yeah, I would think so. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I would think so. Anyways, oh, we just got a new patron, Tyler Arroyo. Thanks. Oh, man. thank you so much. Before we, uh, yeah, because there's no raw preview. Before we answer some questions, I would like to give some shout outs to our new patrons, Andy Whiskey Stones. Thank you very much, Tyler Arroyo. Thank you very much, Zach, Kenneth Tabili, Chavon, and Lertnam George. Thank you very much for. Thank you so much. Your thank support. You, thank you, thank you. We appreciate it over here at Going In Raw. We do. Let's go ahead and answer some questions. We have a uh, every Monday we do a, a question thread up on our Twitter account at Real Going In Raw. Uh, let's see here. First up, got a bunch of great questions here. Uh, the Russell dude asked yeah. early thoughts on Deadlock Pro Fire. Saw you sponsor you two sponsor the first episode. I haven't got a chance to watch the second episode yet. I want to. The first episode was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the first episode. Are they? Uh, are they? I've watched. I watched the first one, and I watched the uh, uh, which we sponsored by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched uh, uh, the debut in real life of Chris Danger and his faction. I think they're called NDA or the reality. I forget what, what they're called, but uh, they're one of those. I thought it was a really cool moment. I thought it was yeah. awesome for a dude to see his uh, his creation that he's that he's made so popular in the mm-hmm. world, in the digital world through the 2K stuff and other mm-hmm. video games mm-hmm. uh, get to recreate that. He brought it to life. I thought yeah, it was really cool. I thought it was really awesome. They were able to do that. I shout out to the deadlock dudes, man. Oh. I think they're they're absolutely terrific. Their podcast is, is fantastic. Good dudes, uh, and I'm I'm looking forward to. Are do we know, are they live? They're not. Are they live streaming? Uh, uh, their, oh, their, they have a show Saturday too. Show? Are they actually? Are they live streaming? Does anybody know they're live streaming? That, that? I don't. It's probably tall. easy for me to look it up. Yeah, you, you probably you, just go you on look Twitter. at these yeah, questions I'll, here. I'll do the next I'll, question, and you look into that. Uh, Jason Lewis with Brock holding one title and Roman holding the other. What are the odds of Vince booking a women's match to main event either night of WrestleMania instead of those two? So what I imagine is going to happen is whoever wins the Rumble will challenge either Brock or Roman. That'll be one of the matches night one, but it'll be Becky and Bianca main eventing night one. And then night two will be Brock and Roman 
title for title. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's my guess. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, yeah, I think that sounds good. Let's see here. Uh, doesn't say anything about them doing that, so I honestly don't know. All right, I don't know. all right. Uh, Maggie asks or says, uh, my wrestling related uh, New Year's resolution is to watch more impact for the women's division and more women's promotions. Do you guys have any wrestling related resolutions for this year? I mentioned at the beginning of the show, as it pertains to what we do here going in raw when there's podcast quotes. Mm hmm. That uh, that I see that are of interest that are worth that are that seem like something we could really talk about. Yeah, to actually go and and listen to at least that segment of the podcast, if not the entire podcast, because context is important, and to know what the conversation is, what the question is, how the question was phrased, so on and so forth. So you know, to, to get a, a better sense of the answer and why. Uh, the answer is what it was. Um, yeah. I, and also, I want to start watching Stardom because the stuff I saw from their show recently looked amazing. Yeah, dude, that's on my uh, that's on my uh, uh, that's on my resolution list is to to watch to just watch a wider variety of stuff. I'm not looking to, you know, I, I as much as I'd love to keep up with everything on a regular basis. At least pay attention to what the big shows are and try to catch those. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just to watch to watch more stuff, to be honest. I've been trying to catch more AEW Dark um, and, uh, and and Elevation. I've been trying to do that a little bit more um, just, to, just to take in more. I know last year I said my big resolution was to keep up with New Japan, which I think I did to a degree. I kept up a little bit more with New Japan. Um, and uh, and so, so, yeah, it's just, it's just honestly, it's just to watch more. It's just to, to, to yeah. Get get a better feel for like where and last year we watched a lot more impact last year. And I think um, we still would be watching impact had they not moved it off Twitch. Yeah, but I mean, you know, this Saturday we're gonna catch their uh, their mm -hmm. pay per view. Yeah, we still watch all their pay per views for mm -hmm. the most part. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Joseph Molina with Lesnar now the WWE champion. How will WWE get to Reigns versus Lesnar at Mania? Will the Rumble mean anything this year? They'll still get to it the same way they were going to get to it uh, in, in, a, in a larger sense. It's just whoever we I said, I, I think you agreed with me, whoever lost the match day one between Brock and Roman was probably going to win the Rumble. They motivated that way. Mm-hmm. They have all the groundwork done mm-hmm. for the Mania match. But it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, uh, they can easily motivate it. That Brock can just come on SmackDown and say, "Yeah, yeah, I may have this, but until I get that, mm-hmm. you know, I, I my, my 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 job isn't done here." Essentially, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about that Rumble though. What was your idea? What was your idea about the? I the think whoever Rumble? wins the Rumble will face probably Brock night one. Oh yeah, and lose. Yeah. Or they can do whoever wins the Rumble could be the third man in main event night two. It could be Roman versus Brock versus whoever wins the Rumble. It'd be so great if it was Seth. <laughs> I think that they're going to go after the tag titles, but it'd be so awesome if it was Seth. Have Seth, you know, have Seth be like the MVP of Mania. Have him like do double duty. Like he mm-hmm. wins the Rumble and then he challenges for the tag titles on uh, night one. And then night two, he challenges for uh, for the WWE for the unified mm-hmm. title. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They probably just want to do straight up Brock versus uh, Roman, though. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. It's probably most, more likely best case. Yeah, uh, Flint. So now that Big E has lost his title, uh, what do you see him doing this year? Reunite with the New Day or keep on his singles run? They so, could do yeah. both. They could bring the New Day back together and still have them pursue tag team gold while still, you know, pursuing singles pursuits as well. I think I think with Big E, so we talked about this a little bit in the pre-show, so I'm going to put that clip up on the Friendo Club TV channel. Mm-hmm. But I think that I think that by the end of the year, I think by the draft he's going to be back with the New Day and we're going to see them together the way they were before uh but I think in the meantime he'll probably just be in feuds like I I hope I hope and I think this might be realistic. Maybe Goldberg's last match will be against Biggie. That's what I hope. That's what I'm thinking. If there's a silver lining in this, is that he, that Biggie gets his Goldberg match at Mania? I hope so. And I think I that really I think so. that's realistic. I think that is realistic. Um, unless we're completely off about the Brock versus Roman at Mania, it, that might still end up being Goldberg versus Roman for Goldberg's retirement match, like a career versus title match thing, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then. Brock gets whoever wins the Rumble, whoever mm-hmm. that's going to end up being. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. who's big enough, who's realistic for Brock to take on. I don't know. I just don't know how long Brock's going to be around, but every time I say that, like I thought he was going to retire this year, and yeah. clearly that's not I mean, the case. Granted, WB has in the past invested a lot of time and energy and storylines to never do anything with them. Mm-hmm, sure. They've done so much to tr- to build up to Brock and Roman again. Mm-hmm, yeah, That's got to happen at some point. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm nope. I'm sort of curious how the Paul Heyman thing, like with this big story beat, Paul Heyman seemed to be telling a very specific story. Yes. That might that might have just been thrown completely off by this. Now, here's a possibility. You would think it would probably be Brock and Roman at Mania. What if they do that in February for the next Saudi show? Oh, yeah, that could be. They like those big matches at the Saudi stuff, huh? Yeah, that could be. And then the Rumble winner gets the winner of that bout at mm-hmm. at Mania. You could still do Brock as the you know if Brock loses that or if Brock wins that you could still do, yeah you could do that. Uh, let's see here. 
Sean Lathrop asks, how and when would you book Xavier Woods' WWE championship win, the only New Day member not to win the big one? Didn't we do that in our fantasy booking uh, for fantasy warfare? It was a triple threat. It was a triple threat, New Day triple threat. That's what it was. Yeah. Didn't Xavier Woods, didn't we have him win? No, we didn't have him win. No, we had him win King of the Ring. And then the who, who it was a uh, who were you against? It was against. Uh, oh my gosh! How how do we not remember this? Because <laughs> we're old, Steve. It wasn't Pete? Was it? It wasn't Pete. It was. Lori was the second. It one. was. It was. Wasn't it Pete and Tempest? Was it Pete and Tempest? I think so. Okay. Maybe it was Pete I think it was Tempest. Pete and Tempest. Yeah, you're right. Because then like Pete was like, yeah, I really wanted to be Xavier Woods getting the win in the end, and Tempest overruled him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what it was. So just look at their thing, do that, and then but ex- instead Xavier Woods wins. Uh, all Al Long, the Watchtower, says, Happy New Year's, friendos. Uh, if there was a wrestling trope you could retire in 2021, never to emerge again, what would it be? And they coexist. That's not true. I just don't like how WB constantly employs it. I think when used sparingly and done right, it's effective. But when seemingly half your storylines rely on can they coexist, it gets a bit tiresome. I don't know how I don't know how much WWE would change if you got rid of the championship contender match. Um, I, I'll say this because that's something they employed again, not to the same degree they have of late, and they didn't use that name for it. Yeah. But a lot of times, hey, we want to establish new number one contender for a particular title. How are we gonna do that? Have them beat the champion and not. Title yeah, I'm that. not a fan of that. I don't I'm like that. Either. I would say get rid of that. If it's WWE, I'd say get rid of that. Uh, uh, Ford Age. Early predictions on what the main event of Revolution will be. Any chance Britt versus Thunder Rosa closes the show? I would say the AW title probably closes the show. Um, I think that if any match. We're sort of, you know, going to be the one to close it in the women's division and be Britt versus Rosa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if, and now it's it's too early to tell when when Mox is coming back. Yeah, sure. You know, he's he's taking care of his health, and he should take all the time he needs to do that. Um, whenever he does come back, you got to imagine that they probably want to pick up whatever plans they had, if they, you know, for Mox and mm-hmm. Paige because. I'm assuming Mox Pie would have been the one that was going to win that uh, number one contender tournament. I think you're right. It would have been Paige's first. Uh, first. Uh, if he's not back, opponent. I would suggest that maybe if it was me, I'd try to find a way to get Kenny versus Brian versus Paige in a triple threat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would close. That would close Revolution. Uh, let's see here. Mike Petrosky with the Forbidden Doors will uh, well and truly open. What are the odds we'll get a giant multi-promotional super show in the near future? I had originally thought a couple months ago, I thought that was the case. I kind of feel like it's not because AEW has so many people on their roster. They need to make every show count. And so I just don't see them doing it. I think the Forbidden Door is closed for a bit. I think that they're going to focus on themselves for this year. Uh, Nikhil has a question about whose line is it anyways. And I, a, a WB edition. I got to kind of have to jog my memory, which you've already established is not great. So Nikhil asks, you have been tasked to choose four wrestlers good with improv for the show as well as uh, the scene from a hat. So they got to pull a scene. Which four wrestlers would you choose and what scene you get them to do? Now, I don't recall if there were 
uh, uh, like the same scenes they had to do to pick mm-hmm. for a particular segment. I don't recall that. But if it's uh, four wrestlers do an improv, Xavier Woods is the top. Xavier Woods. Yeah, I'd go with the John Miz. Cena. I put the Miz in there. John yeah, Cena is good. And then I'd put Biggie in there. Biggie's funny. Oh, Diard Homer has a Samoa Joe. Oh, that's a good answer. Samoa too. Joe. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. We've sort of already answered that one. Oh, Doctor Lipkin says Sami Zayn. That'd be that's a good answer. Oh, too. what a great answer! That's a good one. Um. Whoa. White Brown, he says, with the Rumble quickly coming up, who are your picks for these categories? Iron Man, Iron Woman, Men's Final Four, Women's Final Four, Men's wow. Rumble winner, Women's Rumble winner. Okay, so Women's Rumble winner I know is Bianca. Well, it's either probably, probably, unless Sasha some uh, beat Charlotte before Mania, and then Bailey comes back at the Rumble, wins it. So we get Sasha versus Bailey at, at Mania. That was a scare this weekend. You see that? Mm-hmm. She looked like she busted her leg a little bit. Uh, she says she's all right. Yeah, she says she's all right. So hopefully, hopefully that's that means that she's still good to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iron Man, shit, I don't know. Uh, Daniel uh, <laughs> Riddle. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, final four riddle. God, I don't even Rip. know. I, I don't know. Like their their scene is so weird. I know. Like for all we know, Edge is gonna win the damn thing, you know? I just don't know. Yeah, I know. I know. I got I gotta give it a couple weeks. I mean WWE's really unpredictable right now. Yeah. But it, but I always get the feeling it's just like it's triple A unpredictable, not you know, uh <laughs> not not really good storytelling unpredictable. <laughs> Oh man, uh, let's see. We talk about not very good storytelling. There's stories that go on for generations. Triple A, heel ref, man. Uh, that's one. Uh, that's a single one. Uh, uh, Sean Lathrop, do you think WB knows Darby Allen is in the Jackass movie? No, that's something worked out probably between the the studio and WWE. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think they would care about that. Uh, didn't yeah? All, back in July, Darby said he's not in Jackass Four. Oh, interesting. Because it was a reporter <laughs> early July that he was going to be in it, and then in uh, late in mid July, he said he wasn't going to be in it. Oh, all so right. I don't know if that's still happening or not. Yeah, yeah. It's like no, because they're going to do a WWE integration, so I can't be in it now. Uh, Joel Hartman, if Brian Cage leaves AEW and signs with WWE, which wrestler would he be in his first feud with? Dolph Ziggler, because he's yeah. everybody's first feud. Yeah, virtually. Uh, Hugh Longheavy has an interesting question here. It says, pretend you're in the Rumble hiding in the corner. Great. That's exactly what I would do. Yeah, me too. For that year, Road Dog was, was hugging the ropes. That would yeah. be me. Yeah. Uh, you see Dolph trying to eliminate Moss to your left. On the other side of the ring, Corbin is on the apron after fighting off Bob Roode. Do you run to hit Corbin off, help Dolph, try to toss out Dolph, Dolph, and Moss, or keep hiding? Oh, my god! A lot of this depends on how many people are still in the match. Yeah. Now, if this is the final few, you go and you eliminate those two people. 
I say you go and you eliminate. You try to get Baron out as because Baron's Baron's fighting. Baron's trying to get who out? Baron's on the apron. He's on the apron. after fighting off Rude. Oh, then you go and you drop kick him off the apron. Mm-hmm. Easy, easy elimination. Hopefully the other two are still over there. So you go the easiest first. You go the other two and you. And then if yeah. it's, if that's the last group, then you just won. Well, that'd be you and Rude. You and Rude would be final two. Oh, yeah. I'd get hit with a glorious DDT, and then I'm out. Congratulations, Bob Rude. You finally... Bob Rude, you won the Royal Rumble. You'll be taking on Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. You fulfilled your potential, friend. Glorious. Anyways, glorious. Done. Yeah. Anyways, that's going to do it for us. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Twitch stats stick around, unless I hit the stream button on accident again. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. I'm here to show the world. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.